everybody. Welcome to the Higher Points Podcast. I'm Nick Sowers here in the studio with my buddy Nate Hyatt. We're coming at you with another To The Point. If this is your first time listening, basically it's just an opportunity for us to get together and kind of talk about the things that have just been bouncing around our minds. We kind of take 20, 30 minutes or so, hit you with a few things and just give you something quick to listen to while you're doing whatever it is with your day and we kind of go from there. So uh, the things that kind of been bouncing around my mind is this, this isn't something that's just like recent for me. Um, you know, considering I like am quote unquote the man, right? Like I put a uniform on all the time and like I took an oath to uphold the constitution. I think the thing that I've seen a lot of is, um, you know, rights violations by the government. And I've also seen some law enforcement officers in my career that like to kind of toe that constitutional line. And that's just not my MO. Like if I, if I'm on the side of the road with somebody and I'm like, okay, I don't think I have enough to do this. Like, I don't think I have enough to like search this person's car rather than go looking for something or, you know, make something up or potentially violate someone's rights. Like most of the time, bad guys aren't going to stop being bad guys. Right. So I'm going to, yeah, exactly. I'll catch up with them. So I have this aversion to the the potential for you know people's constitutional rights to be violated especially when it comes to mine because i do like have such a um a love for the constitution and everything so like right now obviously the hot button issue is going to be you know all of the quote unquote mass casualty events which interestingly enough the 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 cutoff for a mass casualty event is four or more people so, you know, it, it's not like the 37 or whatever. It's a qual. It's saying, hey, look, it was me this time. <laughs> but um, it was uh, the cutoff is uh, four or more people. Um, and, you know, so you have a lot of these statistics that I think are kind of inflated a little bit. And, of course, you know, because there's an agenda oh, for it. Because we had 200 mass shootings, you know, in the United States. Yeah. I mean, anything any shooting's a bad shooting, obviously. Yeah, but... and, and I'm not trying to take away from that at all. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, F those people or what they felt. That's not what I'm getting at. But America as a whole has always been kind of utilitarianistic in its views of what's the greater good for the greater number. And so Nate and I have in the studio here pulled up the 2020 leading causes of death. And to rank those from what the CDC says is heart disease, cancer, COVID accident, stroke, chronic, chronic lower respiratory diseases, Alzheimer's, diabetes, influenza, pneumonia, and uh, nephritis, whatever that is. I have no idea. But what I'm getting at is there are so many people, like, for instance, dying of heart disease because of all the processed foods that we eat, all of the lack of exercise that we have, um, all the McDonald's that you have on every corner. Yet we aren't looking to go shut that stuff down, right? No, that's and, the real pandemic. Yeah, but we and, ain't doing shit about that because it makes big corporations money. Well, and and the th- also the thing with like for instance, cancer is the next one. You know, we we haven't seen a rally against, and this is six hundred and two thousand people a year, right? The the mass casualty event numbers don't even come remotely close to that. Not even close. So what I'm getting at is, is this isn't me trying to take away from what happened and the, those people's losses, because that's not what I'm trying to do. 
is we're, we, we don't look at these things in a vacuum, right, where it exists just by itself. There are so many other things that we should be giving our attention to. Um, you know, we, we have fentanyl that's just rushing across our borders because we have an open border that is literally killing hundreds of thousands of people a year, yet we're going to focus on that. We're going to focus on keeping that border open. I bet that the accidents... I bet that's. I bet overdoses are included in that. That could be because it does say unintentional injuries there, um, you know. And and we don't have you know cancer being six hundred thousand people. You know there isn't this concerted effort to get rid of um, cancer causing things uh, or or even a uh, like getting rid of cigarettes. Or better treatments yeah. like cannabis. <laughs> um, you know, and things like that. So it's just it's just frustrating to me where. You know, it's almost like the the one side's trying to dunk on the other and just like make them look bad and all this other kind of stuff about like, see, you don't care about this, you don't care about that. But we saw in here with Jason, uh, the political grandstanding that's in there, those people don't give a shit about you and me or anybody that's listening to this podcast. They care about what lines their pockets. They care about what makes them get richer and keeps them in office to where they can get richer. They don't really give a shit about any of this because if they truly did, they would be making concerted efforts to keep heart disease, cancer, fentanyl, uh, and uh, diabetes and things like that lowered. Those yeah. would be the things that they truly would be focused on if they actually gave a shit, right? You know, I mean, we, if you think about it, just looking at the numbers. If you, Like by the numbers and, you know, you talk about looking at things in a vacuum, you know, like the total number of deaths from gun violence, you know, it's pretty low. Like a low percentage of this these numbers that are up here. And most um, and most of those deaths are done with handguns and not AR-15. And it's gang violence. Yeah. A lot of it. Um, but then you look like at an issue for the left side, we're trying to push a bunch of regulation. Or for the right side, trying to push a bunch of regulation on the like transgender and sports. You know, there is such a small portion of the population that is transgender trying to compete, you know. Such a small percentage, and we're making a huge fucking deal about it. You know, that's one of those things, like, you're going to make a big fit about it. It doesn't affect you. More than likely, it's not affecting your kids. And we're trying to change regulation. When we should be trying to change regulation, it's going to freaking help people. Like, a cannabis program. Or, like, something that regulates our food industry so we don't have 700,000 deaths a year. Um... From heart disease or, like you said, the smoking industry or alcohol or instead we're going to focus on these that affect literally less than 1% of our population. Yeah. Both of them. Well, and that's just the same thing applying it back to like the gun conversation mm -hmm. is, is you know, my thing is, is like I'm very util or libertarian when it comes to that as far as like if, if you don't want to own a gun, don't. You know, if you don't like, like, for instance, it's a state's rights thing. California has more restrictive laws. You don't like it. You don't like where you live. You don't like that you have that ease of access for guns. Move to the place that you think is the utopia. Just like abortions. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you know, all those places, Detroit, New York, um, uh, Chicago, L.A. Seattle. All of those places that have all those strict gun laws have the most gun violence. So I, my question then becomes is. So I wear a gun everywhere I go every day. That gun has not killed anyone. Why is the gun the problem? That's not the problem. Guns have been in this country since it was founded. Open carry has been a thing in in Kansas since Kansas was a state. And 
there haven't been mass casualty events until the last, say, 20-ish years. Mm-hmm. Now we need to take a look at the data of what happened in those 20 years. And I can tell you we have seen a significant increase in mental illness and then also people being prescribed medications for those mental illness. And sometimes, and I'm carefully navigating around this a little bit because, you know, my son is suffering with some of that stuff, but we didn't do the very first thing was giving him medication. That's something that we're trying, but we're hoping that it's something that, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be a lifelong type thing because I'm curious of what the long-term, you know, 20, 30 years of taking that effects are on the brain. Um, there's probably some study, but um, it's something that I'm worried about. Um, you know, and, and it's like you said, we're worrying about these like little fraction niche things. And it's just, it's just interesting to me because just zoom out, like, and look at the bigger picture. Cause there's way bigger issues than these little, little blips on the radar. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like I said, it's less than 1% of casualties for gun yeah. violence. You know, it's less than 1% of transgender athletes trying to compete. And most of that, like at the upper level, like it's already so regulated that like, you're not going to see a huge difference. You know, and like at the Olympic level, a lot of those women swimmers, like, they look like dudes anyways. I mean, they're women that are, they could probably whoop my ass. Yeah, no <laughs> Well, they definitely have... Uh, you know, uh, they're 6'4", and they've got broad shoulders, and... Um, and they work a lot harder than you and I at they working do. out. They do. So and they've earned that, for sure. A hundred percent. And there's regulation in place in the Olympics. I mean, we're... And, I mean, it's just, we're making a big deal out of such a small little zoomed in picture, you know, I just, maybe someday we'll get past that and the, the political games. And that's really what it comes down to is like, oh, it's an election. So we're going to play these political games and people are going to suffer because we can't pass a medical cannabis bill or. Well, and the thing that also, um. Go ahead and talk a little more on the can- medical cannabis bill and what your feelings are on that. <laughs> yeah, just that's, go ahead. Just go ahead. That's a rabbit hole, man. You know what? I'm just going to talk about planting hemp. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the process now. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. It's a uh, – so we started planting last – I think it was last Saturday. We've planted 600 plants. And so what we do is we start in the greenhouse, plant the seeds – um, into 72 cell trays. We let them grow in there for three to four weeks. And then we start planting them in the hoop houses and greenhouses. Then we move out to the field. Well, now we're coming to a time where the plants have been in there three, four weeks. And now the rain won't shut off. <laughs> <laughs> and so Nathan's stress levels have been maxed out <laughs> trying yeah. to get this figured out. And, um, so it's one of those things where we're just on our toes and I can feel it. There's going to be a night where we work past midnight trying to get these plants taken care of. Happened last year and it may end up because it's supposed to rain tonight and tomorrow and it may end up to where we're having to hand plant like 2,500 plants. Oh gosh. Considering the work that we did in that um, hoop house. Yeah. Uh, I can't even imagine. It's so what we'll do forever. is we'll probably take the transplanter out there. And just stick it in the ground and drag the rows. And then, so then all we'll have to do is go in and just like separate and drop the plant, uh, okay. separate and drop a plant. So we're not digging by hand like we did in the hoop house. But still, I mean, that's backbreaking work. 2,500 plants. 
Um, one of the things I wanted to share was I was reading an article, and this is from all the way back in 2017, and it's it's from CNN Politics, and it's uh, it was written by Lisa Rose from CNN, published at 6.08 a.m. on November 29th, 2017, and the title of the article is How a Suicidal Pizza Man Found Himself Ensnared in an FBI Terror Sting. Now, this article is incredibly long, and it was uh, basically about this whole thing. Um, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. I just want to read some snippets and, and there's a reason I'm reading these snippets. So first of all, this guy is someone that kind of like hates America. Um, dad owns a pizza joint. He delivers pizza for dad's pizza joint. Um, and he hates America. He starts watching ISIS videos, etc. Okay. So eventually he starts getting messages from, uh, uh, this girl that he's never met. And he's kind of like, He's got some mental illness problems. He's got some self-esteem problems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, is what this article says. And I'm just kind of trying to paraphrase here. So he meets this girl online who he's supposedly going to marry because he he's um, Islamic and his parents are supposed to do, uh, what do they call those when your your parents get your marriage together? Arranged, arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. Then he gets ghosted by this chick that he's in love with. Absolutely. Absolutely ghosted. Well, then... Another girl starts messaging him, quote unquote, another girl, keeping in mind both of these were FBI agents, right? So now you've taken a guy that has have self-esteem issues, mental health problems, and you've brought him down even further. You know that he watches ISIS videos. You know that he hates America. And throughout this, this process, the, he talks to this girl, quote unquote, the FBI, about how there's a church down the street from his dad's pizza joint and he's got planned how to shoot it up. So they go through this whole thing and uh, throughout these violent thoughts and things like that, um, he talks about he's got a bunch of bullets and he's practiced a lot and all this other kind of stuff. And so eventually through this process, he's talking again to this quote-unquote girl who says... um, he he wants to, he's got a rope and he wants to kill himself. So this FBI agent, keeping in mind, this girl, this FBI agent tells him in this article, girl. don't don't do that. The only way to basically like go to heaven is to die in jihad. So, so the, the FBI, FBI agent said that? The FBI agent, according to this article from 2017 to CNN, is encouraging this guy to do jihad. Now, thankfully, he didn't, and they end up arresting him on an unrelated gun and drug charge. Okay? So this, yeah, exactly. That's what my brain thought was, wait a minute. Like, for instance, if you had FBI agents sitting out in front of that guy's house ready to snatch him up, but how many times now lately have we seen, oh, yeah, that guy, that shooter was on the FBI's radar. The FBI knew about him. The FBI knew about him. The FBI knew about him. We see that so many times throughout these mass casualty events. And I find it perplexing and interesting and also scary that our government is encouraging people to go out and do things like this. It's right there in CNN. This isn't like a right-wing blah, blah, blah. It's a super long article. I would encourage anyone listening to read it. You heard the name. You heard when it was published, etc. Can you imagine what would happen had that guy said, you know what? You're right. I want to die. The only way to do it's jihad. He loads up right then and there, grabs his gun and goes down and shoots a fucking church up. 
our government is encouraging people to do this. And I'm just looking at this going, it is not, it is not a coincidence that suddenly we've had mass casualty events every day for how long now when we didn't have them at all for a very long period of time. Wake the fuck up. This shit is orchestrated. This shit is being put on so that people can line their pockets and take your rights. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. I firmly believe it, and you're never going to convince me of anything else. And our government is the ones that are going out there and convincing these people to go and do these things. It's right there, black and white, CNN. My head just blew up a little bit. And and my thing is, is like every time they're, oh, they're on the FBI's radar. Well, then why didn't we go take them? Like, for instance, Kansas has three different ways that you can prosecute a statute. You completed it, meaning if you get if you get DUI, right, you're out driving and I stop you. You have completed DUI. There's also solicit and attempt. So if I take, hey, will you go kill my wife for me? I'm soliciting murder. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. If you are on the way to kill my wife and say the... um Hopefully nobody makes a soundbite out of that. That could be bad. But anyway, um, you can, you know, and and you get stopped on the way because let's say we got a search warrant for your phone because we heard something and we arrest you beforehand. Mm-hmm. You just attempted to do murder, but we got you before you're doing. So there's complete attempt solicit. If the FBI is talking to these people and they're talking about doing this stuff, like that is either attempted or solicitation at some point. Why are we not picking these people up for these things? And each one of these people have had mental health issues and have in some way been in contact lately with someone in the government like that. Um, the, uh, the, the there was a guy Buffalo th- shooter or whatever. <clears throat> well, and even going back to the uh, oh, and during the election, the when they stormed the Capitol, you know, there's FBI agents all over the place there. And one of them was I can't remember his name. They were talking about how he was there at the front and like talking to people and telling them to get to storm the Capitol, you know, and his name was on the list of the people that were inciting violence and stuff for a little bit. And then his name got taken off, (laughs) never got prosecuted any of that. You know, I just, you know, like I said, I have political aspirations and this is the kind of stuff that I want to battle against. This is the kind of thing that, you know, should the ATF or FBI or whatever decide that they want to show up. In, in Rice County, Kansas, that I can say, no, you're not going to do that. I'm the highest law enforcement power in this land, the elected official, and no, we're not going to do that. And no, I'm not going to help you with that. Now, if they come with like a, a legitimate thing, right? Like uh, the FBI likes to show up from time to time when they do stings on like people that have child pornography on their computer. Like, hell yeah, let me know what you need. I'll help you out. Let's do this, you know? So question. Was that your announcement that you're going to run for sheriff? Well, I mean, I think people are kind of starting to, <laughs> I think people are kind of starting to piece that kind of stuff together. Oh, okay. Well, there it is, people. Now you know. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, it's just one of those things where I just, it just, it's, it's in black and white, but we're swimming in a sea of information. And it's almost like pieces of information are being put, picked up and put right in front of your face. Like, for instance, to get this leading cause of death thing, the, I didn't search for like, leading causes of death 2020 or whatever, I have to be like very kind of creative on how I do my Google search because all of these companies have been proven to give you certain results. They give you the information you want to see based on what you've looked at. Like if you've gone to Cabela's and looked at guns, they're going to show you articles from Fox news. You know, (laughs) if you've, if you're freaking shopping for weed on the internet, you're probably going to get stuff from CNN. 
Yeah. Not weed, but cannabis <laughs> products or hippie socks or I so it's just my thing of, of like, these are our rights under the Constitution and everybody wants to say, well, technology changes. Well, in that case, the Fourth Amendment, which is against unreasonable search and seizure, in that case, cell phones didn't exist when the Fourth Amendment was written. So that means I can search it anytime I want as a law enforcement officer. I can go through it. I can, I can seize it from you. I can do anything I want at any time for any reason. If technology changes, that's true mm-hmm. because it didn't exist then. So th- th- that, 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 is inherently flawed and that logic train is bunk you know i think we we've seen in the places that have more guns per capita there's significantly less violence there is that's all there is to it criminals are going to be criminals exactly that guy that guy going into the uvalde school you know from what i heard he obtained the gun illegally even if he didn't uh, going into that school, bringing a gun to that school, that was illegal. Forcing entry into that school. I don't think he had to force entry. I think the side door was open. Okay, well, going into that school with that gun was illegal. Pointing that gun at people was illegal. Pulling the trigger and at the, on those people was illegal. Okay? Killing people was illegal. Um, continuing to go through that school and do what he was doing was illegal. But did any of those laws stop that man from doing it? I want to know how many people died before, like... Like, I, I want to know the actual time frame of, like, when, because the the police showed up and they didn't go in. Like, I want to know the actual time frame and how many people died during that time frame. And I honestly think that that, I don't know if he's the chief of police in that town or sheriff or whatever, but I think he should be held accountable for those deaths, honestly. Well, from what I've heard, he's been MIA ever since. Like no public appearances, no nothing. Just that, like that dude needs to go to jail, in, in my opinion. And and I'm not going to argue with you there. And I don't know. And this isn't me. Like I'm not sitting here trying to defend what they did because I don't know. But I will tell you that what I have been trained is, if I'm the only person there, I don't wait for backup. I don't nothing. I go into that building by myself because the statistic is an average of every eight seconds somebody's dying. Mm-hmm. So you go in there. How many people died in that shooting? Uh, the one at the Uvalde? I don't know. I'm wanting to think it was like, uh, I don't know. Let me look. But, it, you know, it's not something that you you uh, you just wait. You wait for backup. It, that's not how it works anymore. This isn't Columbine. No. Um, and so it's one of those things where it doesn't make any sense to me why they waited. And that's kind of the question I have is why. So it says uh, 19 students, two teachers. That's so insane. 21 total. Um, and... You know, kudos to the dude that decided f this. I'm going in, and and I don't know about uh, anybody else, but if another thing about me being in law enforcement is if that same thing happened where my chief was looking at me saying you won't go in there, I'll be like, try to stop me. Fuck you, I'm fuck. going in there. Yeah, fuck you. Better and shoot you. me on my way in. Yeah, because okay, you know, fine. Well, you can fire me later. You can write me up later. Whatever. I'm on my way to save lives. You can pound fucking sand. I don't even give a shit what you got to say. Yeah. Um, that'd be one of them times where, um, yep, yep. I'm insubordinate. You're right. Show me where to sign. You know, I mean, here's my badge and then, go <laughs> anyways. yeah, uh, I, I would not follow that order. I, I would distinctly defy that order. That's just, it's insane to me that it, I don't know. It, it it's fishy. It is. I'm not going to say that that one's necessarily, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know enough about it. 
and and also there's going to be more information that come out on it, and it's I'm I'm really interested to see I, that dude's going to go under investigation. And I think they're going to try and hold him accountable for those some of those deaths. Well, I'm always really hesitant because again, the media being what it is, they try to report like I'm the first one with this piece of information, breaking news, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always really hesitant because they're just reporting bullshit to make it sound like they've got more information or they were the first ones to get it or, you know, whatever. And so I don't think the information is corroborated very well in those instances. So usually what I wait for is I always end up going to trainings where they have like breakout sessions and stuff, whether it's like KNOA or some other Kansas Narcotics Officers Association or some other training where somebody that was like investigating that or was there is giving a talk on that. Mm-hmm. So like one of these days, whoever the lead investigator is on the that Uvalde mass casualty event, um, I'm probably butchering the name of that. But anyway, um, he is going to go on tour at some point and start teaching and talking about that because there's going to be an interest for it. Like, what can we learn from this? What happened? What went wrong? That's where I usually get my information. Yeah. I don't try to get it from Google or CNN or Fox News or any other source. I would like to get it straight from the source. But it might be years before that comes out. True. Very true. So um, that that's how I was trained, and I would definitely defy that order for sure. Yeah. You know? It's, oh, it's sickening to me, man. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense to take people like you and I that do our best to, f- you know, follow the laws. And, I mean, especially you guys in the CBD market and the things that you have to do to try to follow the laws. I mean, let's face it. At the end of the day, if you wanted to leave this room right now and and get some marijuana seeds and go plant them, you could, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's really, truly stopping you. You could, but you have made the choice that I'm going to follow the law and I'm going to try to do this within the confines of oh, what the legislature. Oh, we could make so much more money. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> but you've decided not to. So or, why? Like, why? I was why? talking to someone today, like in Wichita, and they're, they're really not breaking any laws. Um, it's called ICT Dispensary, and they're selling Bud, but it's Delta 8 Bud and, like, hemp, CBD Bud, and then it's sprayed with hemp-derived Delta 9. So, technically, it's legal products. You know, in Wichita, it's fine. Topeka, CBD stores are getting raided for selling Delta 9 gummies. You know? It's, yeah. It's, like, we could, those guys are probably raking in the dough right now in Wichita. And they're set up perfect to be a dispensary. I, it would be so easy. That'd be the easy path. We well, make so much money, man. That, well, that's what I'm getting at is, is like people like you and I, we've done our best to try to follow the law and do the right thing, yet we're going to be punished for the actions of others, and that really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's like like when you're playing basketball in high school or football, and one dude like you, just fucks up. And the whole team The has whole to team run. runs, you know? I understand the theory behind it. Yeah, the team environment makes sense, but it still pissed you off. It did. <laughs> Maybe want to whoop <laughs> and that I still kid's didn't ass. Like it. <laughs> so, um, well, I think that's all I had, man. And we're at the uh, we're basically almost right there at thirty minutes. So, sounds good to me. Yeah, cool. We call it a day, and so I suppose you guys, uh, thanks for listening to the higher points and uh, this to the point episode. Um, if you guys would uh, like, like and share. Um, our posts and share our um, podcast with your friends, man, that would go a long way. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, you know, we're trying to grow. We're trying to help people and just show people that like 
we're real people and we have real people problems and we try and talk to other real people about their real issues and we just want to bring awareness to mental health issues and um physical health you know like let's go to the gym come to the gym with me if you got any questions about strongman hit me up like i just want to help people and um if you want to come work on the farm see what that's about come on out like we'd love to have your help we'd yeah, love that, to teach that you. needs a first form legionnaire so he can help you with your nutrition and all that other kind of stuff too i might be able to answer your question we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um just like and share guys and uh um if you have any questions, hit us up, and I hope you guys have a good week. Yeah, look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, our website's thehigherpoints.com. So we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Peace out, guys. See you guys.